Welcome, players, to episode 81 of CGM's podcast. That's CG Magazine, all your video game awesomeness, and some comics sprinkled in there for some good fun. Even a little bit of movies, right, Phil? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. A little pinch of Teeny movies. Bit. Yeah. They're comic-related. Mm-hmm. Well, and some of them aren't, but they're still interesting. Mm-hmm. Like when Schwarzenegger and, you know, when yeah. he comes back, it's always interesting. I do what I can. Yeah. And to my left is Mountain Man Alex. Hello. Once again. Descending the mountain. Oh, he said he's going to get a haircut from Migs. Yes. Are you really? I am indeed. Even the beard? Uh, Yeah, I got the beard trimmed as well. Oh, wow. He wants to look presentable. Oh, crazy. It it won't last, but... Uh, For that one day, it'll be You don't want to scare off the Montreal folk, is what you're saying. You can't scare off the Montreal folk. No. That's impossible. They love beards. That is the home of the mountain man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the poutine. And the bagels. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to have real poutine last time we were there. Now I'm Oh, really? You should get a bagel poutine sandwich. Is that a thing? It should be. Oh, it should be. It should be. I want one. All right, next to Alex is uh, a little bit of sprinklings of movies, Phil. Yep. You already said, you already introduced me. Double yeah, that was done already. That's true. He's a known quantity. I didn't introduce you, I just kind of, you know, hinted repeating, that right? you were at the table. Okay. Well, not hinted, just flat out said. All right, well, I'm here. Yeah. Fine, never mind. Phil's not at the table anymore. I'm just going to push him away with my feet. <laughs> oh, poor Phil. Roll away. He's been marginalized. Uh-huh. At the end of the table. He's not even a visible minority. How can this be? It's yeah, he's <laughs> really not. There's only one visible minority that we have to worry about here. You? Yeah. That is Wayne. Yeah. What did you call yourselves earlier? Sushi X? Sushi X? That, that's just ripping off EGM. Yeah, but that's yeah. what you mm-hmm. refer to yourself as. Yeah, earlier. exactly. Yeah. I, I am You're the, the, uh, the yeah. new edition of Sushi X? I, I'm the one with all the juicy rumors. Okay. Yeah. Juicy like sushi. <laughs> Wait, sushi? No, I'm not even going to go into this. And at the end of the table... Hey, oh. Brendan. Hi. How it goes? Without you always do that. Voice? The Frank Every podcast. week, yeah. Hello. Can we get him to do some lounge singing for us? No. <laughs> no, we will not. We That's an April Fool's episode right now. It just starts all lounge. Just, yeah, we don't need musical breaks anymore. Brendan will just sing for us. Please don't make me do that. <laughs> yeah, no. That sounds horrible. Does it, though? Because then I'll have, I'll have to break into my Oh, the Humanity radio. Oh, the Humanity. So, no. And to start off, some news. And who would like to go first? Rock, paper, scissors, Wayne. People are fighting. No, okay, the fight's over. Okay, yeah, you won. Okay, Phil fine. pointed at you. So, that was the fight. <laughs> since people just pointed at me, okay, fine. Um, in Toronto, X-13 happened, which is actually a few months later than it normally does. X-13 mm. is the annual Microsoft event mm. where they talk about what's in the pipeline. And normally they have that in summer. Usually I'm used to attending X-13, you know, an yeah, X event in August. Warm out. Yeah, they I usually have it in August. Probably wanted it close to the launch date. But, the yeah, exactly. It's, like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's now November. It's, it's, now, it's now officially, as of the date of this podcast, we are now at like the seven-day count yep. from the next-gen debut. But It's getting crazy. Yeah, but yeah. We, we had X-13 in November, and, of course, they were showing off the Xbox One. Was there any... 360 stuff there at all? No, it was all Xbox, Xbox One. No, all yeah, Xbox I, One. I don't remember seeing any of that there. They had all the major titles that are on 360, yes. so, but everything so there had, was Xbox yeah, One. They had all the big Xbox One launch titles, and we were allowed to play with the games and nothing else. Did and you, uh, if we tried playing with anything else, we were forbidden. Enough. Or very firmly asked to not. Did they have not. Dead Rising? Hmm? They have Dead Rising? Yes, they did have Dead Rising. Um, it looks good, yeah. but you see the frame rate chugging a bit when you get into the big open areas with like a million bazillion zombies. Yeah. But it didn't so. drop too much, right? No, it didn't. No. It, it wasn't a massive frame rate drop. We're not talking yeah. like eight mm-hmm. frames per second or anything like that, but you did actually see it dropping you noticeably. See it. 
yeah. timer. Is it, does it have that irritating timer system again, like the last game? It depends on the difficulty level that you're choosing. Oh, I'll um, choose very easy. Yeah, so, yeah. so if, 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 if you choose normal. Ridiculously yeah. easy. If you choose the normal difficulty, then they've still got a timer system, but it's like way generous, very, okay. very super generous, so you can pretty much do whatever you want. Okay. But if you choose to go with, like, you know, the veteran hardcore mode, yeah. then that's for seasoned veterans of the game where right. it gives you the really ungenerous timing system and you got to pick and choose what you want to do and leave other uh, stuff on. So only seasoned zombie killers? The zombies all have mini guns. But you can turn it off fall out if you want to, right? Uh, I don't know. No, um, okay. that, that may be the easy mode. Um, okay. I didn't actually ask about that. Cool. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, Dead Rising was there. Mm-hmm. Rise was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Forza 5 was it? Is it Forza or Forza? Forza. Forza, okay, because I've heard people pronouncing it different ways. It's like mm-hmm. I think I've mostly heard Italians pronouncing it Forza. But anyway, so yeah, Forza 5 was there. Um, I think Crimson Dragoon? Crimson Dragon. Crimson Dragon, yeah. whatever it was called, was oh. also there. Um, and a bunch of Kinect games, which I kind of like oh, you know, acknowledged you in passing, but then just quickly oh, walked away you didn't from. Try any of them? No, because I'm totally not a Kinect guy. So. It doesn't mean you can't have some fun. It's like no, me, me and Kinect don't get along. Get it's like you know, thing, thing just looks at me, and it's just like get away from here, you non-white so guy. What looked, like yeah. looked like it was the best of the launch titles from your. Okay, so the best looking launch title that kind of depends on your definition. If we're talking graphics, then mm-hmm. it's Rise. Rise is definitely like the prettiest looking game there. Well, that makes sense. It's, it's right. Crytek, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually sure that it's all that much fun to play. Gotcha. It's like I messed around with it and was like, okay, I mean, it's it's a bit different from the E3 version that I played, but uh-huh. it still looks like, you know, a not-so-confident third-person action game where you just go from one room to the next beating the crap out of guys. Gotcha. And the oh, combat sucks. system doesn't seem... It has its charms, though. Yeah, it, it, it does, but, I mean... That was the only one I was interested mm. in. Really? Romans. Uh, okay. Didn't you talk to one of the guys from Riot? Uh, yeah, I did, and um, it, it's like, you know, yeah, they've, they've made some changes. I mean, they've taken away, like, you know, the big graphical buttons that hovered over every action telling you exactly which button that you were supposed to press. Gotcha. So mm-hmm. instead, now it's like the guys glow the color of the button that you're supposed to press. That's Ooh. just as they, dumb, really. They get an it's aura that thing. appears around them. So. That's fun. Interesting like, Just teach yeah. us how to play the game, and then we'll, we'll know. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you it's like, you know, yeah, it's, the, the problem is that, you know, Crytek, these are, like, first-person shooter guys. They don't yeah. have a whole lot of experience with brawlers, so if you're yeah. expecting something as, like, fast and fluid as, like, you know, Devil May Cry or Bayonetta, it's yeah. not that game. Gotcha. I'm not even sure if it's as well put together as, like, you know, God of War, because you know, it's like I got some time with it, mm. and it still felt, like, you know, uh, a bit clunky. Right. You know, it's, like, a little more ponderous. It might have also been early levels where it, it been. isn't that. Yeah. Yeah, but true. still, that wasn't the most fun. But so what was the most fun that, that you uh, played? The, probably the most fun game would... Yeah. Be Dead Rising. Three, it was, I guess. I mean, it's like that's it, what I figured. It's Dead Rising. I mean, yeah. like you know, yeah, they've they've got this new combo system where you can like you know, um, instead of um, what it was in the old Dead Rising games where you would have to grab a specific item and another specific item yeah. and mix them all together. Now instead, it's categories. Okay. So instead of saying you have to get the baseball bat and you have to get the um, Colt revolver, mm. now instead it's like you can grab any blunt instrument mm. and combine it with any handgun. Oh, that's really useful. And, you know, they will come yeah. up with various combinations with different stats. Cool. So, one of the things that um, I really liked was, um, yeah, so you get, like, the um, Chinese New Year lion head. As you from should. The lion head dances. Yeah, yeah. And then you combine that with um, some uh, katanas uh, so that you get the claws. And then you combine that with a flamethrower. Oh, so you're like oh, a flaming, and then a it, flame and then yeah. dragon. So you're you're this flame throwing dragon that spews flames out of your mouth yeah. while swinging these katana hands around, uh-huh. 
And okay. somehow, that amazing. somehow, inexplicably, that also turns into a jetpack where the flames shoot from your back and you just like you crash into the horde of zombies. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so, oh, wasn't this a game about a zombie apocalypse at one point? Yeah, it is. Not... It's it's still about the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Sounds like it's just veering into Devil May Cry territory. Well, see, I mean, like that's that's the thing. It's like you know, Dead Dead Rising has always traditionally been like a silly game, mm-hmm. and at one point it looked like they were going into deep, dark, and gritty territory with the early builds that they were showing off of this game. So, mm-hmm. so some of the fans were worried. It's like you know, we we play this game to see like you know, stupid, silly stuff. And, you know, it's like, all you're showing us is, like, you know, typical Walking Dead. Oh, the zombies are invading. This is terrible kind of thing. Uh-huh. But now with this latest build, they're showing the ridiculous combinations, and they have people running around in Mega Man outfits and all that sort nice. of thing. So, uh, so it looks like They've it, had that since the first one. Exactly. Yeah. I will so, say one thing that I just want to see. Devil May Cry style beat em up with Roman centurions. Yes, someone make it, please. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. which would probably be fun, but in no way realistic. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm so bummed out that's not going to be on the PlayStation. Because I'm not getting an Xbox. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's it's one of those things. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I was playing it, and even though it's not graphically the most intensive game mm-hmm. that they had up there, on the other hand, I was kind of like, yeah, maybe we should actually be a little jealous for the Xbox One guys getting mm-hmm. that game. Because it, it does look like it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure. And it's, it's mostly seamless. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's a gigantic area. Mm-hmm. And once you get over the initial loading, you know, when you stick the disc in your mm-hmm. machine... Mm-hmm. Um, once you actually get into the game, it's like you can go indoors, you can go outdoors. Nice. You can okay, that's kind of cool. To the other, nice. and there's no loading. Oh, nice. slumber party at the office to play Dead Rising. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 going to be like you know a, a big stupid game, which you that's kind exactly of which you kind of expect yeah. from Dead Rising. So yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah, I kind of do. They um, ported over the PlayStation eventually. It's not impossible. No, I think they have it, uh, Xbox is publishing it. The so. second one was on PlayStation. Yeah, but the yeah, first was. one wasn't. Yeah, but this time, is, is Microsoft publishing it again yes, this time? Is are. that what's going yeah. on? Yeah, so if Microsoft is publishing it, yeah, we'll, we'll never Capcom, see it. It's a Microsoft-Capcom joint thing. Yeah. Dang, damn it. Oh, well, at least it looks. At least it is, in fact. And it uses the power of the cloud, Wayne. The PS3 doesn't have the power of the cloud. Actually, I'm not sure how much of the cloud is being used with it. It says they power the cloud somewhere. Okay, all right. I mean, it's like I know it's using the power of the second screen. Oh yeah, this is, that's this is dumb. one of those smart class enabled things, so you can just whip out your tablet. And uh, ah. although I was actually talking to the guy about this because I had my concerns about this, and I just asked him point blank, mm. this kind of sounds like a lot of work mm. to like be playing the game with one hand and then have like a tablet or a smartphone in the mm. other and kind of juggle between the two. And he actually admitted to me in the interview, or not not in the interview, but while we were playing yeah. the game, he actually said, you know, like, yeah, in the office we generally find that it's easier to play this game with a wingman where you've got some other guy on the tablet or smartphone because oh, so it's almost like two players yeah because you can you can actually do stuff like you know call in airstrikes mm. and all that sort of oh, thing seriously? and that's the sort of thing where it's yeah it probably is actually better if you've got one guy running around attacking mm. the zombies while the other guy just keys in the airstrike yeah and no kidding because if you're trying to do that with like you know two separate interfaces in your hands, it's just like really confused yeah, muscle hand eye coordination. Yeah, that that just completely throw you off. Yeah, seems like a bit of a design flaw. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there was that. There was also Forza Five, which right. is like it's a driving game. Yeah. A super realistic looking driving game. So you know, it's like it, it looks great. Not all of the tracks were ready because I tried selecting one, and the guy mm. said, "No, no, 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 no! Don't mm. pick that track. Pick this one instead." So, so there there's stuff that they still have to get ready for of the launch. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that, 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 that was like fun, that yeah. was X13 yeah. with the Xbox One or the Xbox, however you want to call Good it. Times. Sounds yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. All right, rock paper scissors for news next. Uh, sure. <laughs> Actually, doing it, and I vote. Do it again. Yeah. What, what we just do it. You can do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure thumbs up beats everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
There's a Command and Conquer, Command and Conquer free-to-play game that uh, EA was working on. They did Victory the, Games, right? Uh, what? Was it yeah. Victory Games? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was Victory Games. Mm-hmm. That was Bioware Victory at one point. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Right. And, uh, it used to be Bioware. They, they got into, I think it was uh, beta, I think it's the beta part yeah. of it. Uh, it it was available at E3. Yeah, and the response from the people who were testing it was not good. Was it that bad? Uh, well, it was bad enough that they not only canceled the game entirely, but the team that was creating it has uh, shut down. Wow. Actual de- well, like, it's, it's not entirely the fault of just the actual game design itself. It was really more the decision to make it free-to-play. Yeah. And then having to change the game mechanics to suit the free-to-play yeah. model. And that's well, what no, free-to-play it. model does actually require you have some sort of microtransaction yeah. involved in it. Or you don't make money. Or you don't make money. Or the, it's giving you a free it's game really to deal. free. Pretty much. And it has to be something you would actually want to buy. And something that isn't a play-to-win thing. Like, there's a billion different... Factions. Factors. Make it different factions. Or make it th- so you only get select units via purchases or... Mm, I don't know. It's a it's a complicated thing. Like, you can't make it so you have to spend money to do everything, but you can't... Uh, I don't know. There's probably people who know a lot more about it than me that have worked out entire metrics about this. But, oh, I'm sure. But the fact that they... That the actual development studio is closing its doors That's bad. is not a good sign at all, and in, a lot of people seem to think it's a bit of an overreaction. Mm-hmm. No kidding. But uh, you know, Command and Conquer free to play not happening. Yeah. It's one game I never got into. Um, from what I heard of it, the fourth one of the Command and Conquer has a really bad ending. I've heard it's dumb. I've never finished it. Uh, I only heard about it from a friend of mine who was uh, talking about it in relation, comparing it to the Mass Effect 3 ending fiasco. And oh, just, really? Uh, his general response was, these people, the Mass Effect 3 complainers need to get over themselves. We had Command and Conquer 4 and its ending was awful. Ah, fun. And uh, that became, that was a interesting discussion, but no, kind of important. Command and Conquer was once a Really, a very important thing in the. It was. It was the creme de la creme of real-time strategy games. I only played Red Alert, so that and Warcraft. Ah, that's true. Warcraft uh, back whenever it wasn't an MMO. Yeah, Yeah, Warcraft Two. Warcraft Two was the one that uh, Command and Conquer was most against. Yeah, that that, that was the same time about Tiberium Sun came out. Warcraft Two was the one that actually got me into Warcraft in any way, shape, and form, and then, and then the MMO happened and. No more strategy games. Yeah. Well, no, they did the StarCraft still. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. We still got StarCraft. StarCraft is a quite a different game than WarCraft. It's faster. Mm-hmm. WarCraft is very methodical. It was. Yeah. Starcraft, StarCraft is, is all about speed. StarCraft is all about being Korean. And mm-hmm. Korean. It makes you change your race to play yeah, the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no Command and Conquer. No. Which is sad. Quite sad. Yeah. Hmm. Bill. Yep. What's that? I've got two um, comic book movie uh, rumors that are <laughs> circulating around right now. Yep. The first one is that Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, is uh, currently in talks to possibly play Lobo in a Lobo movie. <laughs> of course. Would, which would be great. I personally feel. I think it's a great idea. I think he's the right. Me too. Yeah. I think he's like established himself as an action star. He looks like a cartoon character, just physically. <laughs> yeah. He, has, yes, he, he does. does. He, he looks like the, one of the stretch arm. Was it stretch arm? No, because he didn't have muscles. Was it? Muscles? Yeah. Yeah. He-Man? 
Yeah. Any yeah. any any action figure looks, ever? Yeah. yeah he, he basically looks, looks like, he looks like his wrestling doll, right? He, he looks does. exactly the same as he looks in the He's bigger than he was when he was wrestling. He is. And he's yeah. and he's quite funny and he's turned into a decent actor and he's managed to distance himself enough from the wrestling that it's not just super distracting to see people in the movies. Really, does he, he doesn't still wrestle, does he? No, no he does not. No, he no, occasionally right? does like publicity events yeah, with but the I think WWE, but He's come back a few times, I think. But he's one of the he's one of the wrestlers who has gotten out of it without horrible health problems or other issues. Yeah, yeah. well, his leg was on the high point of his career like 15 years ago. It was a long time ago. And he, and it, so he somehow managed to get to the point where, like with Hulk Hogan, you could, anytime you saw him in a movie, you still did just think of him as the Hulk Hogan. Like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Whereas The Rock has actually managed to, you know, he only appears in silly action movies, but no, well, you can get away, get away with that. Yeah. And Lobo is going to be he a silly movie. He appeared in The Tooth Fairy, which was not a silly action That's movie. That's true, but it was a terrible movie. It was a really bad movie. Yeah. Now, question, it is it going to yes, be the new version of Lobo or the old version of Lobo? No idea. My guess would be a combination of the two. Okay. Yeah. So he's... That could get really weird. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> well, we're going between Big Harry Biker Man mm-hmm. and James Bond Alien. Yeah, it? I think the combination of those two is there is no combination yeah, of those two. Probably just go with Big Harry Biker Man. So Big Harry James Bond. Yeah, saying bass bitch a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which seems like the type of thing you'd want The Rock to do. I kind of want that. So hopefully that happens. And then the second rumor is that it's being. Speculated that they're trying to cast a Dick Grayson for the Superman versus Batman. That could be cool. Unclear on what level it would be. Hopefully not Robin. I think Nightwing would be would quite be, I think fun. Be yeah, I think it would work. Because yeah. I just think if you put a child in there, it's just going to get weird well, and creepy. But isn't Batman supposed to be older? Wasn't a thing? It was until they cast Ben Affleck. Yeah, so they might put like a little gray in his temples, but he's just still going to be the same age as, as Ben like Affleck. Yeah, I know. He's got a young face. He's yeah. Like, Exactly. So hopefully, yeah. Hopefully they would do a Nightwing. They haven't really done that yet, and it would be... I don't know if there'd be much of an age difference there for it, though. I mean, it's a good point. It's like, he's not little that much older unless Batman picked up Robin when he was seven, like, Batman was 17. But, I mean, Ben Affleck's, like, in his 40s now, so yeah, theoretically he could have had... how old would could, Nightwing be, though? 20? But to, yeah, Nightwing would be so early that 20s. That means Batman would have been, like, 22 when he found Robin. Which sounds about right. a baby, Which so... Which sounds about right. Yeah, Batman started early. Yeah, Batman didn't go to college or anything. He went off and like trained and became a warrior. He found Robin around when he was thirty. Robin would have been ten. Yeah, I guess it could work. It kind of works math-wise, but it would be really young, and it would also depend on who they cast. Because if they cast like Justin Bieber or someone, oh god, do I give that option? What's his face? Who who is the guy that played the cop at the end of the you know third? Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You know what? He'd actually be fine as Nightwing, but I think he's going to try and distance himself. which would be a smart thing to do. But they're going to distance themselves from the Nolan versions anyway. Yeah, it would be fine. But someone like that would be good. Like um. <laughs> now I yeah. want to advocate Justin Bieber being Robin just to see if they do it. As long as it's not the there was an internet prank about that no. for a while. Haley Joel yeah, Osment. Yeah, Haley Joel mm-hmm. Osment. Yeah, he needs some work. Let's let's get him in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. would work. Mm. Yeah. I uh, see criminal people. As long as it's not Jay Baruchel. What's his face that used to be on Boardwalk Empire before he spoilers got Which shot one? in the face? Um, the one who was the like secondary lead in the first two seasons. Oh yeah, that guy. What's his name? James yeah. Dominey. Well, James Dominey. That was the character. That's the character's name. He was also played Kurt Cobain in Last Days. Oh yeah, I forget the name of the actor though. That's that guy's name. He's really good. He'd be a good Nightwing. He's slightly psychotic enough. Go for that. Okay. Well, it's Dick Grayson though. Yeah, 
That's true. He wouldn't really fit for that. Yeah, is Dick Grayson psychotic? No, definitely no. not. Yeah, he didn't. No, he didn't no, strike no, no. me he's as particularly like, psychotic. He's incredibly well put together. He's, yeah. he's the one Robin who's not nuts. On yeah. Yeah. He's the one true Robin. It's so. true. It's very mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they get. Fortunately, I'm not in charge, so I need to come up with. I think you should be in charge. You actually might do it better. To be fair, you might do it better. This podcast should define how the Batman movies go. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So yep, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good start, yes. for sure. Oh, yeah, we'll just put Daniel Craig in there and make him Batman. He'd be all right. That'd yeah. be fine. I really liked when they were talking about doing Josh Brolin. I thought that would have been That would be cool. For a rugged Batman. Wait, is that for the dad from Supernatural? Um, he was in Batman, No please? Country for Old Men. Oh, that guy, oh, yeah. And yeah. he was in... Um, uh, he was in Grindhouse. He was the evil doctor in Grindhouse. Yep. Um... He's in the old boy remake. He's the guy from the old boy remake. I kind of am wondering how that's going to turn out. I think it's going to be rough. It looks yeah. like it's pretty well seen for scene, and that's but not how that's to make, weird. make a movie. Yeah, I like I just watched the original movie. And exactly. That's a good movie. Yeah. There's no point. Yeah. But I'm seeing that in like two weeks, so I know. Yeah, sounds good. Should we mention <laughs> the contest we have going on? Yes. Yeah. In this podcast right oh. now. Listen to the end of the podcast, and we will tell you how to enter to win. Phil, what is it? It's called uh, Necessary Evil, a documentary um, from D.C. about their villains. It was sort of made kind of loosely to tie into their villain month thing. And you, did you watch it, correct? I did. I just uh, did a review for it today. Um, it's a lot of fun, and, and they talk to, like, like Jeff Johns, Dan DiDio, Neil Adams, uh, Scott Snyder. Oh, they talked to Neil Adams. Yeah, Neil Adams oh, okay. is in there. And, um, and What's-His-Face, who wrote with Neil Adams on Batman. Um, you know, what's his his name. Someone. Oh, this is killing me. It'll you must know. The guy who wrote for Neil Adams. Yeah, I cannot remember the name. Oh, that's so frustrating. It doesn't yeah, start with an O, does it? Uh, no. No. Okay. Anywho, like yeah. lots of lot, lot of the cla- lot of the DC heavyweights and also some uh, outside people like uh, Guillermo del Toro, and they're basically yeah, just talking about the history of the DC villains, what they represent, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so great prize for any comic fan, especially DC. And it's a Blu-ray. And it definitely, it's on Blu-ray. It's Blu-ray. I would definitely say it's a great prize simply because um, it's fun to watch, but I would not pay twenty dollars for it. So you get it for free. <laughs> if you want it, so. well, there you go. Fill that's the super exciting. Wow. It's fun to watch. Don't pay yeah. twenty bucks. Well, with for a winning endorsement like that. Enter our contest that will be at the end of the show it's great but not 20 bucks great yeah so. well these people are getting it for free so yeah, it's yeah they're for listening to the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. it's this person or skipping to the end of the podcast yeah, just to find out how to win yeah hopefully you don't do that yeah please yeah. don't no. it is a good time though so we'll do that after what you've been playing and speaking of which what you've been playing or should I do my movie first? Or yeah. yeah do your movie yeah. first yeah, yeah. Okay. what you've been watching uh, yeah Phil what you've been watching what you've been watching Oh, right, the Comes Dark out today. World. Yes, Thor 2, The Dark World. So, uh, The Dark Elves, they awesome or no? They're pretty good. Did they did a good treatment of them? Um, I mean, I can't pretend I'm familiar enough with The Dark Elves to be able to tell how accurate a representation of The Dark Elves they were, but they were good, like, big uh, prosthetic, rubber prosthetic monster villains. That's what I want from everything. Yeah, rubber yeah, prosthetic. Oh, not CG? Yeah. It's actual prosthetics? Practical effects? Um, I mean, like, for the main Dark Elf, certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, when they have giant battles. Okay. CGI All right. But yeah, they do have a lot of makeup effects oh, going cool. on. Okay. So anyway, yeah, it's the sequel to Thor. Thor being the uh, least success, uh, the least popular of the Avenger characters. Yeah. I wonder um, why. Yeah. Spinning hammers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. I don't think it's Thor himself. It's their treatment of the first movie. Um, I think it's a combination of Thor himself and the first. Yeah, movie. I, I think agree. It's... The first movie was a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Thor is a tough character, though. Especially since the first movie was essentially a remake of the uh, Masters of the. Yeah, it kind of was, yeah. Yes, okay, I remember yeah. reading that in your review, and yeah, yeah. I'm still not sure that I see the parallel it's between the this and the Masters of the Universe. They start in, they start in uh, for, you get 20 minutes in Asgard, just okay. like you got 20 minutes in Masters of the Universe line. In Eternia. Eternia. Yeah, and then... 
through some sort of twisted plot, uh, the hero is flung into our world. Okay, but they're not... Where they befriend but, spunky 20-something young people. Yeah, but Thor's and, not, like, you know, flying around, standing on a flying frisbee, taking dudes out or... No, <laughs> but it's the same... <laughs> no, but it's Thor. That's okay. why he's okay. flying around with his uh, silly hammer. spinning hammer yeah. instead. Okay. Yeah. They made that semi-cool. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I, I didn't mind the first one. I thought it was enjoyably campy, and I thought they helped get away with the character because of how they make Oh, Ken, Kenneth Brown was fine as a director. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. fine. Was and right. I, I like how they kind of... And I liked all the jokes making fun of Thor. And, and this one, like, this one's better or worse? This one I thought was better, for okay. sure. Um, mainly because they actually had a decent budget this time. The first one, they didn't... They were obviously very nervous about how a Thor movie would do and kind of skimp back, and that's why it has the Masters of the Universe uh, plot. Um, because that way you don't have to pay for Asgard for 90 minutes. You pay for 20, and then you shoot the rest in a small town. Yeah. Much cheaper. Yeah. So that's clearly the way they went. This time, obviously, after the Avengers, they can do a full-out war in Asgard and have London get destroyed. Can you tell me why? I'm just reading review, other other sites' reviews and stuff, and yeah. it seems like there's a lot of divergent opinion on this movie. There's some people are giving an almost a failing score and... Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing with the movie. It's a lot. Of, uh, yeah, it's um, it's it. The plot's like gobbledygook. Okay, it doesn't really. It, it's it, and when the movie's over, the characters are in the exact same place they were before. <laughs> and so, like, the, nothing really happens of that much import. But a lot of awesome stuff happens. It's fun to watch. <laughs> and there's, uh, it's good. You know, it has Whedon's in charge of all these scripts now, so it's a good mixture of self-conscious humor yeah. and earnest action. And, yeah, basically, and I think, like, the big telling point is uh, Kenneth Branagh didn't direct this one. They got, um, I believe his name's Alan Tyler, who's a TV director. He did, like, The Sopranos, uh, Game of Thrones, a bunch of things like that. Yep. And that's pretty well how they treated it. Oh, so it. there's, like, a lot of sex position going on in this movie? Then? No, no, no. It's People divulging no. plot points while having sex at the same time? No, not that. <laughs> no? no? Okay. Because, no, no. I mean, as soon as you People say Game of Thrones, I think... People have sex yeah. in the background. Yeah, exactly. That's like, okay, important plot points are now being divulged while sex is happening, because... <laughs> That's Game of Thrones. <laughs> Weddings are a disaster. Yeah. yeah. No, I just mean more in terms of the fact that it's not a distinct filmmaker trying oh, to put okay. his stamp on it. It's the Marvel Universe is up and running. They have a gigantic machine, and they've just brought in a guy who's an efficient, um, you know, professional storyteller. And he did a good job. Like, the the action scenes are a lot of fun. The um, Tom Hiddleston is, uh, is is really fantastic as Loki yeah. again. He's the, he's the best villain would, of the would whole universe. Would it be safe to assume that some people bumped up their review scores just because they're crushing on him really, really hard? Mm, that's also part of it. It also okay. is a hell of a lot of fun. Like, okay. it's more entertaining than Thor I, than Thor 1 was. It's still, like, on the lower end of the Marvel movies, but, you, like... You liked it more than Ender's Game, which makes me sad. I did. Well, yeah. here's the thing, is that Ender's Game is... Um, like a much more intelligent movie and actually had something to say and I came up with some stuff to think about but the action was and the designs were so indistinct that it felt generic mm-hmm. whereas Thor like nothing meaningful happens and there's nothing to think <laughs> about pulled from it but it's so entertainingly put together and everyone so well cast except for Kat Dennings now let me ask you really one thing that it's just yeah it's a good time um, judging the fact that you have probably no qualifications to answer this question yeah, yeah. do you think either of these movies are going to get a sequel? Thor? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I, think I they're know probably was... already working on. <laughs> yeah. Ender's Game? Yes. No. Um. No, after Ender's after how it did sequel. after it did last no. weekend? No, I think that Ender's Game's done. Well, Ender's, Ender's Game can't get a sequel. Well, there are they really more shouldn't. books in the series. There are more books, but those books are like so unlike Ender's Game that when people go and watch it, yeah, it's like the yeah. last the last thing they want to see is some older gentleman pontificating about like you know the. 
sentient rights of their species <laughs> because that's what the other Ender's Game books are about. And they'll be like, no, I want to see the kid commanding yeah. Starfleets and all. It's like, that's not what the other Ender's Game yeah. stories are about. So, so yeah, I, Kat, if, so, so. I think if Ender's Games had been a big hit, then they would have rolled but out no. a franchise, but no, I don't think it's going to happen now. And um, at the end of Well, I mean, like, the Avengers counts as a Thor sequel. They're already working yeah, on sure. that. And yeah, 100% they will. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that this... It worked better. Like, it still had the um, sort of Thor in the real world jokes, yep. but that was mostly dialed down. And Les Cat Dennings? Takes place, yeah, Les Cat Dennings. Sweet. She's still there, and she has a problem. But um, <laughs> She's not a good actress. She's, she's not great. But uh, a lot of it was said in Asgard, and it was a good mix of, like, it had, like, kind of a, you know, Lord of the Rings in space Does Natalie Portman it. look like she's actually acting? or is She's she trying a little bit harder this time. Okay. Definitely. All definitely. Right. The script is a little bit better. The script for Thor won't is, is that because of, like, you know, the magical Joss Whedon sprinkling? I think 100%. Kind of just they the definitely, there were news reports of him, like, flying out to the set and rewriting stuff for them on the, on the fly. Okay. Plus, okay. he's in charge of all the scripts now. Nice. He's the head of development. So, I think he 100% helped. But, yeah, like I said, um, like, it's on the lower end of the Marvel movies, and there's nothing going on here intelligent but it is it is a lot of fun cool and portman uh, find out that she's the one special girl that's got to slay all the vampires and no thor's got to watch over her no, no. yeah he's actually become a librarian now. that's a disappointment no. yeah, yeah. See, yes thor is the librarian that, watching over well, he's, he's gonna put a suit on yeah. it's gonna be a little tight but he's gonna do it yeah and it's gonna be a musical episode too yeah oh that would be so awesome. this is gonna be an episode where nobody said yeah. anything see yes thor the musical <laughs> i'd i'd watch that mm-hmm. i would watch thor the musical Especially if it's a Swedish, a Swedish musical. Yeah, sure, bring it on. They do fight so, a lot of elves, and okay. apparently, um, next week's Agent of Shield episode is going to deal with the Shield agents dealing with the fallout of the movie. That could be weird, and um, oh, it's interesting. That yeah, they're doing it. it could um, be terrible, but it could be good. Well, also, it could be weird because they can't spoil anything, mm-hmm. so they can just be like, "Something happened with these elves." Mm-hmm. Oh well. Well, I mean, they can spoil it all they want. I mean, it's very clear when the movie starts that the dark elves who want to bring the universe to darkness are going to be defeated by. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry to anyone Aww. who didn't see it. <laughs> you mean Thor wins? I know, right? Oh, my God. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Who'd have thunk no, it? we were expecting a giant twist. Yeah. Red Skull just comes down riding a hot dog and mm. punches him in the face. And a unicorn Squids. eats the hot dog. Yeah. Oh, and there's a great, great in-joke with um, Captain America makes a very, very tiny appearance, and it's hysterical. Oh, okay. Is it actually like good? like a Joss Whedon moment, for sure. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I don't want to say uh, how or why. Yeah, don't say how. But, um, spoil everything for us. Now we know Thor wins. Thanks, Philip. Yeah, I know. Oh, and, then, and, uh, there's a, and also really cool is uh, there's a mid credit scene where they uh, tease a little bit of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, oh, specifically okay. Benicio Del Toro as the collector. And uh, it looks just as weird and messed up as I hoped it would be when they hired James Gunn. So Sweet. That got me excited for that. That one, yeah, this one's generic but fun. The Guardians of the Galaxy... Just based on Slither and uh, the fact that he worked in trauma, came out of trauma movies, that movie's going to be nuts. Now, I have a question. Does the Cat Dennings character somehow meet an untimely end in I the wish. movie? I wish. Damn! I could say yes. I wish I could say yes. But no. No. So she's going to be back for Thor 3. Yeah. God probably. damn it. Probably. I actually don't know who this is, so. She's the, like, intern. Did you see the first Thor? Uh, oh, yes. Her, yes. She's the right. intern with the glasses. And the whole Who's line, spunky. Yeah. yeah, the spunky intern. She is spunky. I, I hate her No so wonder, much. I barely remember her. Yeah, she's like kind of like the Jar Jar of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, she's kind of awful. Yeah, she's she's just kind of awful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She does a bad sitcom on... Yeah, Two Broke Girls. That's a bad show. she's an intern with an intern. Yeah, yeah she has That makes sense really since, I, since I ignored the existence of Jar Jar as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, then the, yeah. then you're fine. Okay, so... Yeah, better than it should have been. Good time. Sounds good. What else? Um, oh, we're doing games now, right? Yeah. Okay. You so, Batman things, right? Yeah, yeah, I got two. Well, I talked about Ark of Origins last week. I played um, Blackgate, the P- the Vita game this week. Sweet. Is it on 3DS, right? Yeah, it's on 3DS as well. 
And it looks like it because it looks like um, I think that the it look it's a very pretty, but I think the graphics were scaled down so it could be ported over to other devices. Yeah, as well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. economies of scale. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, basically it is a like uh, Metroid or Castlevania type uh, okay. non-linear side-scrolling yeah. game um, done set in uh, it's set in the prison. Uh, four different buildings are taken over: one by the Penguin, one by Black Mask, one by Joker. Be fair, that sounds awesome. It is awesome. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it is a, it, it's fun. Um, like it's uh, it definitely feels like it was rushed. Like certain backgrounds look kind of samey, and that could be really frustrating. Okay. When you're trying to backtrack and find a certain area on the map, and every room looks exactly the goddamn same, and I've been doing it for two hours, and I want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. That gets that can get frustrating. But that just tends to be a problem with most of that style of game. Oh well, yeah, it's quite fun. Uh, all the the general uh, engine in terms of the like. Even though it's 2D, they use yeah. the same sort of animation for the fight sequences okay. and has the same sort of feel. Yeah. That, that's quite mm-hmm. enjoyable. Obviously, like you have far less like Batman toys to play with. Yeah. And there's this weird, you just have to suspend his belief for the fact that he showed up only with the Batarang, but for some reason hid all his other devices around the prison in places that are appropriate. That sounds um, dumb, but well, okay. that's just how a game works. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then for cutscenes, they've done like uh, sort of 2D animation and then used the voice cast from the Arkham series. And uh, those are, are fairly clever and cute. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. It could have been easily rectified with one line, have mm-hmm. him walk in, he gives his gadgets to the prison like person as he walks in, mm-hmm. and then they take it, we're like, we'll put these in a safe place for you. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Yep. Plot hole solved. Mm-hmm. They could have done that. Yeah. Well, have a no, bunch of then, then you get a really weird plot hole with, so why would the security guard go clambering <laughs> yeah, around yeah. the various buildings and go, <laughs> yeah. I'll put this over here, yeah. and I'll put the grappler hook over in that just other building. It seems them. like a lot yeah. of trouble for Batman to go to when yeah. he could have just had them all in the belt yeah. Right yeah. from the start. Just yeah. assume that he was just so much of a tactical genius yeah. that he thought, someday there's going to be a prison break here, and I want to make sure that I've got the gear in case my stuff gets stripped away. Exactly. Okay, okay, there you go. He gives it to the front guard, and then he says, well, I have stuff, because why would he go to prison with nothing on him? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. He's the master detective. Come it's on. It's true. It's true. Why would they make him give away give his stuff to the guard if they knew there was trouble? Uh, make it so Joker knocks him out and takes his stuff. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's Joker happened does. before. Mm-hmm. Joker does that all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, he knocks him out, but it's weird it is, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's moving on. up in his underwear or something? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. We don't want to know what Joker does it's to him at night. Underwear and cowl, and that's it, or around like that. Yeah, sure, that's, that's the whole new Adam game. West time. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Now it does. The game does feel um, a little bit uh, rushed and small, um, presumably because you know this was designed to come at the same time as Arkham Origins, as opposed to its own sort of independently developed game. Um, but at the same time, like this sort of mode of play with Batman and like sort of combining Metroid game style with the elements of the Arkham series I think works quite well and I hope that they develop more because I think if they put a little bit more time into it they'd actually get a really really great handheld this one's a lot of fun though okay um, so I check out that and then I've also been playing uh, Lego Marvel I picked that up and cool it's fucking amazing yeah is yeah. it oh it's so much fun it's probably the best Marvel game yet oh nice it kind of combines everything Oh, weird. It's better than X-Men Destiny? Nothing's better than X-Men Destiny. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, I meant Lego game. Yeah, it's not not the best Marvel game. X-Men Destiny is in a League of its own way. That's true, yeah. Don't don't you worry. That still sits safely on its throne as the best Marvel game ever made. It's the pinnacle. Sorry, that's my bad. That's a slip of the tongue. All right. But it is definitely the best Lego game. They've combined everything, and then just the sheer volume of characters you can play with. And it's fully voice acted now, too, right? Yep. Yep. 
Um, and yeah, they've gotten pretty good at writing their little silly stories over there at Lego. I think they have a distinct voice for each character you get, too. Like, mm. even the ones who don't actually have speaking lines. Mm. Yeah, well, up until a couple games ago, none of the Lego games had voices in them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they yeah. all mimes. Batman 2 was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Lego Lord of the Rings had the quotes from the movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, they actually yeah, lifted yeah, the dialogue right. straight yeah. from the and film for they, Lord of the Rings, yeah. And then they had the original voice cast for Batman. And then they actually had the original, yeah, yeah for Batman. Right, 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 right. But anyway, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's ridiculously, ridiculous fun. Just ridiculous fun. Fun for everybody? Oh, it's yeah. like a Silver Age comic Definitely. with Lego people. Definitely. And it has uh, open world Manhattan, so it even has the... Uh, okay, that's cool. Oh, it's like undercover feeling. And you can be all the characters and fly around and as Iron Man and if you want Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a great time all around. So, yeah, I can't recommend that enough. That was uh, Even if you've never tried a Lego game before, uh, but you like Marvel Comics, if you can dive into that immediately, you'll have a good time. I'm going to stop talking now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess me. Okay. I have been playing Path of Exile, which is a free-to-play game, sort of Diablo 2-style Diablo uh, action game. It's basically Diablo 2. That's okay, well, I like Diablo 2. No, yeah, it's... Brendan so has, well, Brendan likes Diablo in general. He reviewed Diablo 3 like three times yes. so far. Yeah, and he's going to review it a fourth time yeah. when it comes out on the PS4. So it's, and it's, a fifth if we can make the, the expansion. Yeah, it's just nuts how much he likes Diablo, Diablo 3 yeah. all the time. It's Pretty much, that's what, it's always in my system, to be fair. Mm. But, uh, no, uh, Path of Exile is uh, pretty good. I played the beta on it, and I don't really know, notice much difference now that I'm playing the actual free-to-play version. It's... Uh, got some interesting mechanics for how you actually get spells. You basically get gems, you socket, that give you your different powers, which limits how many you can actually have on your uh, your have on your uh, tool bar. Overall, it's I've only really played the uh, magic class, which okay. is the witch, and I really like how they handle summoning undead, where they have different ways of doing it. Like, they have zombies, which are more... which you summon from corpses and are much tougher mm -hmm. and faster... And then you have skeletons, which you can just summon at any time. They're basically fire and forget undead that die really quickly, but do da lots of damage. Nice. And um, so classes of undead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the three there's the three classes. There's also um, specters. Which how how does Path of Exile hold up compared to Torchlight Two? I haven't played any of the Torchlight oh, games, okay. so All I right. can't say. But uh, I enjoy. I really enjoyed playing it. Uh, same way I enjoyed playing Diablo Two. Diablo 2 is awesome. The story is actually kind of interesting. Uh, you get shipwrecked on this uh, on this land, and uh, you're exiled to this land, hence Path of Exile. N crazy concept. Yeah, and yeah. you're making it through while every all these undead are rising and all these horrible things are happening. As they should. And it gets kind of weird and convoluted near the, near the end, but uh, like I said, the mechanics are decent. I'm not entirely sure about the free-to-play mechanic because I haven't found anything worth buying. Weird. And That's always a good way to go, though. If you can't find anything worth buying, you're just, like, completely free. And, like, I've only been playing it for a week, so... Like, only. Only a week. So maybe it's going to lose all of its luster in a few days more of play. Maybe that, but... Uh, so it's PC? It's uh, PC. Yeah, you can get it on Steam. Uh, like I say, free-to-play. So. Oh, cool. So yeah, I can just pick it up right now and play it. Say, yeah. can, probably gonna you can do it as I am it. speaking. You can check this game out. I'm not going to do that right now. No, uh, but we're on uh, a podcast, Alex. We're on a podcast. No, but if you like Diablo 2, it's basically the same kind of game. Uh, and it's free. Uh, it's enjoy like for a free to play game. It's also enjoy. It's actually quite enjoyable. Nice. And I love. 
playing things that can raise the undead. So oh, cool. That works out good. Is it a single player game, or can you pull other people? It's multiplayer. You can have. It's actually always online, as far as I know. All right, I, so it is. I'm notoriously antisocial, so I don't do a lot of PvP or uh, group group stuff, and I've only ever had a problem soloing once. Oh. And so it's a good game for a couple of friends who want a free Diablo two. Yeah, that a makes free sense. Diablo two with interesting graphics. Uh, it's a little hard to notice the details on a lot of stuff. How odd! Uh, but it's all it's all three D three D graphics on what look. I know it's all 3D graphics, but uh, it's all in the Diablo 3 fixed perspective. Okay, that's kind of cool. Um, it's all gritty and dark and kind of that weird gothic style. Yeah, gothic. Yeah, and uh, music is music's actually not too bad, but I, you barely notice it. It's just that. And I haven't, no- I haven't noticed any of the voice acting is bad. Uh, okay. And it's free. And it's yeah, free. So it's, That's it all. sounds like it's actually not a bad title for a free-to-play game. No. Uh, I'm just... My big concern is, is are they going to make any money off of this? Because I've been looking at the stuff you can buy for microtransactions, and it's almost all vanity. Well, that's another thing well, they have to do for them. Yeah. Uh, which is fine, I mean, but uh, the, I mean, you can also get buy more character slots. Which that's, I think well, is that's kind of useful. I could see you buying that. If you really like the game, you want to keep going back in there. Yeah. You, can, you can make a bit of money off of it. Like, they don't have to make all that much money off of uh, they don't have to charge all that much money for you. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if they can get you to pay, like, 20 bucks on something, they can generally get a good amount, I think. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That sounds yeah. good, though. Yeah. But, uh, no, it might be worth uh, taking a look into. Yes. Path of Exile, right? Path of, ex- path of Exile is in, the ro- is in the path you follow, and you're getting kicked out of something. Hey. Now we're going to talk about uh, Call of Duty, because I know Wayne has oh, some rants. Yes, yeah. yeah, so, Wayne, I hear you've been to. playing this oh, new man. fan-tangled game that uh, that no one's really heard of. It's Call called of Duty, Call yeah. of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, which actually wasn't very color after all. Mm. Call of Michael Bay? Yeah, mm. Michael Bay edition, yeah. So it's Dog like, on helicopter I'm, combos. I'm pretty sure that what ended up happening was that you guys all just got together and said it was time to review a Call of Duty game, and then you took a show of hands for who wanted to review it, and nobody put their hand up, but since mm-hmm. I wasn't around, my hand just went up instead. Yeah, pretty much. By proxy. You weren't yeah, to that's what happened. Yourself. We just had a dartboard with everyone's face on it. Mm. Yeah, you, you Except for that everyone's face was just your face. Yeah. 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 It wasn't really a fair contest. So as it is exactly the same as every it's, other Call it's, of Duty? It's Call of, well, it's, yeah. it's, it's Call of Duty meets Gravity meets Uncharted meets Thunderball meets, uh, yeah, a little bit of Dr. Doolittle um, meets aliens at some point oh it's like, interesting uh well okay maybe not the main um story but yeah. uh yeah i mean it's like what 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 can you say about this game that hasn't already been said for like you know the last 15 or 20 or 30 billion years mm-hmm. i mean it's like it's, it's an old series apparently yeah. Yeah. it's it is it is it called, predates I mean, man yeah, okay so they've, oh they've my got God, the next one will be call of duty dinosaurs yeah oh I mean, yeah they, they've, they've, got a, they've got a new storyline happening i guess they're done with the uh, modern warfare story so they've gotcha. started up on something totally new they were like Somebody just decided, okay, Russians are passe. People are really sick and tired of us finding new ways to make the Russians the bad guys. Mm. So they decided to make the South Americans the bad guys. Oh, good time. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're beating up on South Americans. And stuff. They, they, no, no. Instead, what happens is, for reasons they completely fail to explain, mm. um, South America has banded together and is now the Federation of South America. Okay. It's, it's all just, or the feds, as they're mm. referred to. Federalis. And they've just got it in for America. Hmm. So... Um, the game starts where um, America, for whatever reason, has a big death platform railgun satellite mm-hmm. in orbit, mm-hmm. and uh, 
the feds take it over and they take out like you know San Diego and Las Vegas and a bunch of other cities and at that point South America and the US are in a permanent state of war that lasts for like 10 years and a big wall goes up you know it's like blocking North America from South America is Canada involved in this at all uh, they never mentioned yeah, Canada of course not we're yeah. our winter and I, I, I would just assume that Canada is staying out of it because the feds had no beef with Canada what's the point of a giant wall there's two oceans yeah yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but uh, no, Pacific Rim. I did. Yeah. I didn't so, make any sense. You saw how well yeah. that wall worked. Exactly. Yeah. So, so they, they've got these big frontier walls, which now cut off America from no man's land, which mm. are like you know all of the places that got hit by the railgun. Mm. Um, and uh, you play uh, this guy named Logan with his brother, who's you know got some promise as a soldier, mm. and eventually ends up getting recruited into this elite military unit known as the Ghosts, mm. hence Call of Duty Ghosts. Mm. And from that point on, you just in one ridiculous. And, and there's a family connection here. There is a family. Can I? Can I? No. Just yeah. Just yes. Spoil yeah. yeah. I don't or, think they actually intend for a lot of people to play the single player. I think it's mostly just a yeah. multiplayer. Does, does anybody care whether no. we spoil no. this? No. Just, just do uh, it. I don't think we're missing a lot. No. Okay. All right. Fine. So, Spoiler alert. So, we're going to spoil so, called so, the story. So it turns of, out, you know, it's like yeah, you know, it's like the, the the first big scene is like you know you with your brother and your dad and your dad is telling you this story about the ghost unit and how it was like um, sixty guys who were fighting like five hundred guys and then. Of those 60 guys, only 15 were left. Mm. Uh, meanwhile, there were like hundreds of other guys left. And um, so they picked one guy to go off and tell the story of the ghosts. You know, it's like just in case they didn't make it. Mm. And uh, the remaining 500 guys just went and attacked these other 14 guys. And mm. those 14 guys killed the 500 guys. Oh, no. Because that's how badass they are. Oh, and then after that, they badass, kind of just yeah. disappeared into the darkness. Military legends known only as the ghosts. Mm. And so your dad is telling you this story, you and your brother. And you're like... So is this story real, Dad? And your mm. dad goes, well, I'd like to think that they're real. Mm. And then the big attack happens with your city, San Diego, being taken mm. out by the railgun and all that. And then they fast forward to 10 years later. You're fighting with the South Americans. You and your brother managed to do some, like, you know, really heroic stuff. As and you do. Then, yeah, mm. which, which involved, like, rescuing one of the ghosts. And then finally the guys are like, okay. You know, it's like, you guys have passed the test. And you, guys, you guys are good enough to join the ghosts. Here's your commander. And then mm. the commander pulls his mask off and is like, dad. but dad, <laughs> how could you have been a ghost? We never saw this coming in a million bazillion years. <laughs> so it turns out that your father, who has been pushing you really hard to become top mm. flight military soldiers for no particular reason. Yeah. Had a hidden agenda. Yeah, had a hidden agenda. And no nepotism at all. Yeah. No nepotism so, whatsoever. So, yeah, so your dad, you know, yeah, your dad is like, you're a member of the ghost, and this has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that you're my boys, and I've been training you for this from birth. Mm. We're just picking you based on your resume. Mm. That's it. It's all based on your resume. The fact that I'm your father has nothing to do and with it. And the ghosts yeah. built Metal Gear. Yeah, mm. exactly. It, it really does sound like a Metal Gear style yeah. plot. So, this is amazing. So that's, that, that, that is basically the plot, is that you know, it's like you're working for dad. Sounds pretty stupid. Yeah. yeah. yeah is, it, is it fun at all? Um, uh, well, I enjoyed <laughs> the ridiculousness of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the game itself is still Call of Duty. It's still yeah. got, you know, it's like, you know, auto-assisted aim. So they you put a lot of money into it, though, anyway. so it looks nice. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, you know, the, and stuff. Yeah, like they, they constantly, they do what Call of Duty does best, which mm. is, like, constantly cut to disposable characters yeah. so that you can play a little bit of, uh, like, when there's a big tank assault yep. later on in the game, you control one of the brave, you know, tank commanders. Mm. As you should. Right at the start, when um, the um, death satellite gets taken over by the South Americans, mm. you play, you know, an astronaut with Sandra Bullock. Nice. Um, and you know, it's like when the South Americans come in, you know, it's like mm. you conveniently get a gun. So now you're 
in the space station and outside the space station shooting your gun with Sandra Bullock. Exciting. So, not uh, actually Sandra Bullock. Just. No, it's, it's no, not it's actually just, Sandra looks, Bullock. It's just, it looks like gravity. It is, it is a female, yes. It is a female astronaut, and you're wandering around on the outside of the space station, and then stuff blows up, and you're cartwheeling in the middle of all of this space station wreckage. Right. So you totally know that somebody there watched a preview of yeah. Gravity and was just like, guys, guys, we got to have this in our game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they did. You know, just like I said in my review, I'm also absolutely convinced that one of the directors just bought the James Bond Blu-ray collection mm. and then just decided to marathon the Roger Moore era. Oh, and then just like, that. guys, guys, we got to have this in our game. <laughs> he so, goes to space. So he did, yeah. So it was like, yeah, we're going to have these astronauts and they're going to be in a shuttle. And now, is there a, vo- is there a witch doctor at some point? Uh, no, there is no witch. So no one's singing like, Living Let Die. You know, it's like, yeah, you, you get into your scuba gear, and you're fighting with other guys who are also in their scuba gear underwater mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So there's there's a lot of, like, you know, yeah, James Bond, Roger Moore, Sean Connery stuff happening. Amazing. Right, now, now just one them. last thing. Right. Yeah. This is the game with the tactical dog, right? Yes. See, I want to know, do you get to like, play as the dog? Yes, you do. Oh, you control my. the dog. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Does it actually get to take down a helicopter in flight? Uh... Yes, but that's not the part that you control. Aw. No. Mm. They, they don't let you take control. That's just that part, stupid no. enough that no, I want to play it. They have, they have other parts where the dog is doing the Takes a helicopter snip. down? Yeah, it takes yes. a helicopter down. That is really dumb. No, no, no. There is one other just amazing section in this oh, game. No. Mm. And, you know, it's like by amazing, I just mean like, you know, just, you know, it's like stupefyingly incredulous. Mm. Uh, that's what I mean when I say amazing. So it's the same thing, basically. Yeah, mm. so there, there is this one amazing part in the game where... Uh, you guys know that there are a bunch of guys on the other side of the door, but you're not sure what to do. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, apropos of nothing, the dog takes initiative and just jumps through the window, and you guys are like, okay, so what's going to happen next? And then the game cuts into slow motion <laughs> as all six of the guys who were in that room burst into the room that you're in, all somehow simultaneously being attacked by this dog. <laughs> and it happens in slow motion so that you can start shooting them as the dog continues to attack them. And then you're basically is this dog like, in the Matrix? Good boy, Riley! Because the dog's name is Riley. Oh my god! Pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Does that's it have anything like the zombie mode? Uh, yes, it's yeah. called Extinction. Okay. And now it's Aliens. Okay. Oh dear. So instead of zombie mode, it's Alien mode. Does well, then they should have like just like called Dog Ripley. Like, no. Does it look Ridley. Like, like aliens, like from the Fox movie? Aliens? No, they don't. No, they don't. They look more like um that game uh, Alien. What was that game that was a uh, Steam port that we reviewed? I forget. Okay. Anyways, there's a game we play. No, as they're, they're they're like pit bulls. Yeah. They're basically on all fours, and they just oh, like, scramble mm-hmm. around and stuff like that. They're probably just using some of the dog animation. Yeah, it's, like it's pretty dumb, actually. Yeah. In the multiplayer, can you play a dog? No, but um, in the multiplayer, one of your perks eventually is the use of a dog. Of course. Yeah. If you could play the dog, I'd consider playing what Call of Duty. No, I it's, like, it's no. when you get enough prestige. Yeah. yeah, you get to call it a dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. It's a perk, yeah, you, could, you, you can call up the dog, and the dog will be your erstwhile companion, and blah blah blah. So it's like until yeah. someone shoots the dog. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. sounds predictably stupid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like another one of the you know um, things about this game. This I have absolutely nothing to back this up. This is yeah. just my own personal theory. I am absolutely convinced that when they first showed off Call of Duty at E3, mm. and they immediately saw the reaction from the dog, where every single journalist was like, "That dog is going to die," yeah. and they're going to try and make you cry. Um, after that. Infinity Ward freaked out and was like, oh my god, everybody knows that the dog is going to die. Quick, quick, we have to do something. So they've got it in the game so the dog doesn't die. Instead, what happens is the dog gets shot, and then afterwards they're like, however, the bullet went through clean. It was a clean wound. So now Riley's just got to recover, and you can't use him for the rest of the game. That's even worse. Yeah. It's pretty dumb. 
So I'm, I'm pretty sure that the dog was actually supposed to die at that point, yeah, but they decided to like. cut it out because they knew everybody saw it coming a mile away. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, that's not even cutting it out. That's just, that's just a cop-out. That's yeah, even it's, dumber. It's, it's, it's pretty silly because at that point when Riley takes the bullet, um, you actually have a running gun battle where you've got to pick up the dog and then it whines piteously while you're carrying it around in the middle of gunfire. And oh, then you've got to set it down, awful. take your gun back up again, start shooting, and then once you've cleared out the area, yeah. you pick the dog up again and keep running. That's what is, is You can't tell a dog to just sit still, so it's going to ruin the wound just yeah. moving around. Yeah. Well, no, this, this dog was extremely yeah. well-behaved. He, he just or, whined. is there no, like, happy ending cutscene where you get to see the dog recovered and pet it and love it? No, they... they they, well, no, I mean, they, they show you afterwards that the dog is kind of like, you know, sitting around at base and they're like, well, okay. his job is done. He's, so there's no he's heartfelt reunion of the dog no, and the person? there's there's nothing like that, no. Is there, is there no address to the fact that the dog just jumped in and killed a bunch of guys without any orders? He's a neo-dog. No, he's, 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 awesome. he's been trained, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, apparently it's called, like, you know, synchronizing. So what happens is you grab what appears to be, like, a tablet with, like, you know, controls on it. And as soon as you do that, it switches over to a camera that's on top of the dog's head. So it's mind and control. And somehow this actually Cyber allows dog? you to steer the dog around. Or it's mind control. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. You're saying, sure. Dog mind it's Call of Duty. I mean, it's, it's like... You know, Call of Duty it's, magic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 have no I have no words. No, it's, 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 it's just got that official stamp of approval from Michael Bay's House of Explosions. Mm. I mean, you know, it's like, what, what more do you want? It's just, it's there. Fair enough. Gotcha. Right. Anything uh, else on Call of Duty or is that it? I mean... It's, it's Call watch, of Duty. Yeah. Watch his flash focus. Oh, yes. It's like, I, I'll just, I will quote my review since I've been doing that repeatedly during uh, this anyway. It's like, you know, it's like attempting to educate somebody about Call of Duty is like trying to educate somebody about this hip new thing called breathing. It's just, <laughs> there's just absolutely no point now because it's like everybody knows what it is. I feel it's defiled like, just your, talking about your this. Your dead great-great-grandmother lined up at midnight to buy this <laughs> and has already finished the single-player campaign <laughs> and is probably already level 20 prestige in multiplayer. That's how ubiquitous Call of Duty is. There is no point discussing it. Fair enough. So, oh, yeah. 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 I, Skylanders. Skylanders swap force. And who... Anyone who's ever played a previous Skylanders game and found it a little bit slow and very, very downplayed towards the kids? I just found it dumb. What? I just found them dumb. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not, not be slow, not just just dumb. Dumb, but slow. Let's go with slow. You mean dumb. <laughs> no, like physically paced slow. Like you could only walk so fast in Giants if you were a giant, and it took forever. Gotcha. And there was no like run or sprint. Yeah, you know. Anyway, not- this one is a lot better. It's actually enjoyable. It's a blast. It is. It's actually a, it's a great little platforming game for, I, I would say, uh, maybe a child and a parent to play together. Mm. If you have children you want to play games with, this is a good one. That and Lego, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Phil would pick Lego over it. And, yeah, 100%. Uh, it's, yeah, that would be a good game for you to play with your kids. Yeah. So, uh, Swap is actually surprisingly is, and it's just addicting how much you want to go out and buy more toys. Mm-hmm. The, they've increased the puzzle difficulty a little bit, so it's not as you don't feel like you're being talked down to if you're over the age of nine. Mm-hmm. But I am over the age of nine, Melanie. Then what should I do? Play. <laughs> hey, for one reason, you would not play. But uh, Mike and I played through three of the worlds, and we're actually having a good time. It is. Uh, it has kind of like a, a cute feeling, like Jack and Daxter kind of to it. But oh, right on. yeah, and the graphics are a hell of a lot better than they were in the last one. Yeah, this is a Wii U. Uh, PS3, okay. 360, and I think PS4. Okay. Uh, it is PS4, one. yeah. It definitely is. We've seen it in PS4, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even the three, uh, the PS3 graphics are a hell of a lot better than the previous 
one in the series, and then I, we saw the PS4 one, and it's actually quite beautiful. It is nice. Very, very cartoonish. And we saw it at Xbox uh, X13, whatever the hell it's called. We saw the uh, scavengers. It? It's still just as good. Oh, was that the one where I was like grabbing the figures and just putting yeah. them on the platform? Yeah, that's what you were doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, even it, it will. You want to just grab figures, and be like, oh, what does this do? What does this do? And it allows you to level up certain pieces of your figure and keep all your money, and you got hundreds of hats again. It's actually fairly enjoyable. I wouldn't recommend it to Brendan by any stretch of the imagination really? whatsoever. But you know what, Phil? Sounds you like hard might sell. actually think it's kind of fun. Really. Okay. So it, it's fine for people it. whose hearts are in three sizes too small. Yes. yes <laughs> you seem the Grinch. That's good. Yeah, you, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Love it. He just called you the Grinch. And Brennan, you've been playing Diablo? I have actually been oh, playing. Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've been playing the Simon Parables. Oh, okay. Which is a small little indie game that's basically a commentary on games themselves. Hmm. Ooh. Where basically you start up and there's a narrator and he's like, so you basically start at your desk, and you're sitting at a desk, and you just push buttons every day. Mm-hmm. And the, the screen tells you a button, and you push it. Mm-hmm. So that in itself is showing that... controlled. Yeah, that's the, that's the fun part. So then you get up, and the narrator's like, Simon is at his desk. Simon is curious why no one else is around. Simon walks out the door, and then you decide not to walk out the door. It's like, Simon decided not to walk out the door right then. He will do it later. <laughs> so the narrator actually comments on things you do, and... It's interesting because you, you can just follow the narrator's voice mm-hmm. and it will finish the game. Hmm. And it takes like six minutes to do. Right. But you can also decide to like, no, I'm going to go over this direction, the door that you did not say. Yeah. And each different version path leads to different things and there's different version paths on those division paths. Okay. That's kind of cool. Things, though. Like, well, like, things, well one, you can get to a room where you play a little weird, dumb, it's like, oh, like Simon, you, you didn't like that game? Well, I'm going to give you a different game. So you get to a little room where you basically... It's like, well, play this game for four hours and see what happens. And it's just like you stop a baby from hitting a fire and you just keep pushing this button. <laughs> it's like, is that better, Simon? Is that what you wanted? So it's, it's, it's like some weird portal. No, I've heard about this, and every time I hear about it, I'm like, I keep hearing just these accounts of it where it's like, it's a game that talk that deconstructs gaming. It is really interesting. And it does it better than any article ever could because it's showing you, hey, wait a minute. You're not going to. There's like a part in the end. This, all the endings aren't spoilers. I'll tell you that now. There's no mm. spoilers. Cause it's very little story. Mm. And there's one ending where you get to where you're like, I'm going to. like. There's a machine. It's a mind control machine. You turn it off. Or you can turn it on. I turn it on. And then the, the voice is like, Simon, you weren't supposed to do that. You were just supposed to go on your merry way. Like, you know See, what? The narrator just reminds me of Portal. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it, it's a British dude. And then so the narrator's like, you know something? You get a timer. The world's going to end at this much time. Is that better, Simon? Is that better? So you like, <laughs> so you go around the world trying to find buttons to turn off the thing. It's like, mm. no, Simon, no, this isn't this isn't a game. You can't turn off the self destruct. You're done. You know, like, I'm just going to add more time to it just because I can. <laughs> so mm. it, it's, it plays like that. It's it's really interesting the way it that it's really clever. It's what platform? It, it's PC. Yeah. It's but it's like 15 bucks. It, it's worth the money and it's it's a good <laughs> few hours of your time. Who did the narrator? You know? I don't know. It was Steve Merchant in Portal, and he's yeah, great. I don't know who did it, but yeah. I know the team that actually worked on the game was very small. Yeah. It was like, I think it was like six people or something that made right. this game. I've been actually avoiding it because it sets off some of my alarms with just sort of pretentious commentary. It's not. The thing is, it's more funny. You only it, It's only really pretentious if you really dig into it okay. and like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. Ha, ha, ha. Simon's me. Mm. So they're not going to come out later and say you're not you're not getting what we want from this. No, no, it, it's literally you, you can just play it once, play it for five minutes, walk the narrator's path, be done. That's all you need to do. Okay, 
if you want to pay fifteen dollars for that, you can do that. But it's more the experiencing because there's like a part in the game where you can like walk through a clipping bug. Like you go through an open window that you have to like jump on things mm-hmm. to get onto, but you can't actually jump. So you have to like just run on things mm-hmm. to get. And then you get into the area. It's like, yeah, Simon, I figured you'd do this. Is that better? You're now in an area that you can't do anything in. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're just going to sit here now. And it, it, so it plays on that concept where even like bugs in the game are meant to be there. Interesting. Mm. It's fun. It's oh. it's fun for fifteen bucks. It's worth playing for fifteen dollars mm-hmm. and to support the team so they do more interesting things. Mm-hmm. And it looks cool. It's just like it's a source game, so it, it looks okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Should we give more details in this contest, Melanie? Oh, yeah. Yes. So if you want to win the... Which is it called, Phil? Uh, it's called Necessary Evil, uh, the supervillains of DC. Comics. I like making Phil talk. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to win the Necessary Evil Blu-ray... That's right. Funky-ass Blu-ray. Yep. All you have to do is email us about your favorite Batman And share story the podcast. Arc. No, we're, we're not doing that. We're only doing email. Really? Letters okay. at cgmagazine.ca. I kind of want someone to share it. No, oh, th- it gets complicated. We had a plan. <laughs> Brendan was not part of the plan. Do not listen to Brendan at the uh. end of the table. Do not pay attention to the man behind the curtain. All you have to do is email us at letters at cgmagazine.ca and tell us about your favorite Batman story arc. It could just be the artist, the writer, which one it was, which Robin it was, anything basically that has to do with Batman. Batman, Batman. 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 Mm-hmm. What if you don't like Batman? What if you don't know Batman? If you don't know Batman, then... Would it be another DC villain? Yeah. Okay. We uh, were just, you know, kind of leading, Frank Miller, leading towards <laughs> Batman, but if, who, yeah. who doesn't know Batman? It's just there are some people that avoid Batman because he's scary and it's a dark mask. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're pretty safe that everyone who's going to be interested in this will know at least something about Batman. Yeah, because anyone who wants a DC Blu-ray probably knows something about Batman. They may have only know Superman. Maybe they only want the good guys. Yeah, if you don't know Batman, <laughs> Batman's a good guy. If you don't know Batman, then just say, I love Superman, and you entered. Okay. Does that work for you, Brendan? Sure. I'm just being... I had no idea that you were a Superman fan. I'm not. I hate Superman. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hate Superman. Just devil's advocate. <laughs> Letters at cgmagazine.ca will get you entered into that, and we will announce the winner next week. Phil will announce the winner sure. next week. Why if I not? can pronounce the name. I can't. You're not. You're not saying it. Then Alan's the one. Yeah. So make sure you come back next week to find out if you won or not. When you uh, when you email us, make sure you have an email that you'd like us to respond to. Some people you write us from emails they never check, and then they don't know they won anything. That's weird. It doesn't work Why would you do that? You might want to know that you won something. Yeah, mm-hmm. you Maybe not. So. Maybe just want to enter and know that someone else didn't get it. That doesn't work. Well, we we're just going to pick someone yeah, exactly. else anyway. If you don't answer, <laughs> if we don't get an answer. Fair enough. Letters at cgmagazine.ca. That's okay, where you enter. Just show you all the social media and all that stuff? Yes. Uh. Well, well, let's see if let's see if you can do it. <laughs> no! <laughs> Facebook.com no. slash Comics Gaming Magazine is where you can find us on Facebook. I believe we have a contest going on there, too, now. Yeah. So make sure you definitely check out the Facebook page if you want to win something else. I'm not going to even say Lunch what breakers. it is. Go find out. Watch Lunch Breakers. Win something. More stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Material and possessions. Yeah, lots of material possessions. That's the real stuff. It might even be a full-fledged disc game. Check it out. Could be anything. Yeah. It could be anything. It is a full-fledged disc game. Yeah, okay. Spiritual enlightenment. It's, you'll also feel better it. as a person. No, definitely not That is complete opposite. <laughs> complete opposite. Also, okay. check us out on Twitter at CGM+. Plus. You can find out. Actually, you can tweet at us. We appreciate being tweeted at. Yeah. I like some tweets. Tweet at us. Yeah. Say, uh, ask us how it's going or... Ask Anything us things about 
video games or comics, preferably. Which is a good day. You can ask us to explain Batman if you don't know what it is. Yeah, explain Batman. What yeah, is this how, Batman? How many characters do you get in a tweet? Yeah, good luck with that one. You can also find us on Google Plus, Comics Gaming Magazine. You can find us Google on Google Plus is now, no, it's CG, CGM Online now, isn't it? Yeah, we didn't settle on one because okay. that was taken. Okay. Okay, so. Hopefully it's soon. Yes, I yeah. love how you bring these things up on air. I thought we settled it. No, I don't think we did. Okay. Also on Blip TV, you can watch Lunch Breakers every Thursday on Blip TV. Blip.tv? I believe it is Blip.tv. I believe it is too. Check out Alex and James as they discuss video games over their lunch break and play some video games. This week was Armored Core, or did they not play Armored Core? No, no, they played um, Zone of the Enders. They played Zoe. Yeah, Zone of the Enders. Zone of the Enders, yeah. That's what they played. One and two. A.K.A. the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo delivery system. Yeah. Yeah, that was the yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. Just like, Metal Gear 2 is on here. Oh, so, yeah, and there's some game called Zone of the Super Mecha flying around and yeah. firing lasers. Anime. All the anime. All that. of it. Also, check out Wayne's full review of Call of Duty Ghosts. Or All not. his written yeah. words on CG Mag Online. It's Call of Duty! Yes, Phil's full review. The entire review could have just been, it's Call of Duty. He just writes that for It's Call of Duty in space with aliens occasionally. Yeah. Call of Duty, Call of Duty. There's a dog. Michael Bay. And then check out Phil's full review of Black Batman. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Batman. Too much to say. All the Batman. Batman, <laughs> Batman Arkham Origins Black Gate. Mm-hmm. And Thor. And Thor 2. And Thor 2. I saw the craziest Which Thor was better than Ender's Game. Or was it? Which you can check out on our Facebook page today. It is Thor and Loki looking like they're on a cover of a romance novel. Well, yeah. Apparently it's I've a promo poster over in Asia. Yeah, in China. It's the best yeah. romance ever. The brothers. Are they brothers? No, they're That's why I said romance. The one's adopted. That was his whole history. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weird. It's not creepy. They still have a little bit of blood in there, though. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. All right, then, yeah. And Alex's uh, review of Lego Marvel, which Phil discussed today as well, Mm -hmm. is also up there. Next week, you can hear about Migs from us. Yeah. We'll be traveling the Migs. If you're traveling the Migs and you see Wayne, he loves to be hugged. Yeah, just hug him. Montreal, just in case. Everyone in Montreal should hug Wayne. Montreal International Game Summit. Yeah. He hugs yeah. Tim Schafer. Everyone wants to hug Wayne now. No. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that I am not within punching distance when you hug him. <laughs> I, I dislike being punched. Like nobody's going to be doing any hugging. Or punching. Yeah. Hugging and punching. Anyway, do ta- stay tuned next week for all the great MIG stuff as well as who will win our villain at DVD. Cool. Thank you for tuning in. And, have and next week we'll probably have another contest. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye.